0: My name is James Strong, joined once again by my co-host Cody Tanner. Cody, how are you on
1: this fine victory Friday? Oh, Victor, I was gonna be like I was about to be like, victory Friday doesn't happen that often, but it does. Thursday night football is a thing, and that's kind of just what thursday we have. We yeah, we do have two Thursday night games mm-hmm. this year, so we're gonna be excited for that. Um, no, I'm doing great. James just got home from work, took the dogs out, one sleeping back here. How are you doing, James?
0: Doing pretty good, man. Looking forward to the weekend here. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't have to tell anyone my pleasure this weekend. So that's cool.
1: That's rough. (laughs) Chick-fil-A jokes all day. Anyways, with with that being said, Pittsburgh had their last and arguably best preseason game last night, Thursday night. We're going to get to that recap. Um, and then we're also going to go over our final 53 man roster predictions before the end. We'll go over position by position. James will go, I'll go, I'll go, James go. we will go through the whole thing and, and just give our final 53-man roster predictions before the breakdown and the official release on Tuesday of next week. So, again, uh, let's go ahead and start real quick. Steelers versus Falcons preseason game in Atlanta, home of the original Chick-fil-A, just saying. Um, Woo! <laughs> uh, if you guys are fans of Chick-fil-A, they're coming out with a new sandwich. It's phenomenal. I tried it today. It's savory and sweet. Love it. Um, you want to know what else I love? Kenny Pickett, man. Let's talk about Kenny, man. Five for five in the preseason
0: on his drives, ending, and touchdowns. I asked permission from Cody since I wasn't allowed to say it last week, apparently. He did lead them to touchdowns on both of these drives. He did. Uh, he did. <laughs> right down the field, four for four in this week's game for what was it, 86 yards, I think. Something, uh, something just like that. stupid. His his final preseason numbers uh, gave him a Perfect quarterback rating <laughs> over three games, uh, so that's pretty impressive. Kenny really did a great job. Uh, two notable ones in my opinion. He had the deep one to Deontay Johnson on the left sideline, absolutely perfectly thrown ball, thirty-three yard gain, fantastic. And then to outdo himself, does a deep bomb on the right side to George Pickens for thirty-five yards, and again, perfectly thrown ball, plenty of room to keep it in bounds. Uh, and almost got a touchdown on the play. George almost got in the end zone on that one. Uh, went out of bounds at like a one or two yard line. So close. So very, very close. Great, but great perfectly cash. throwing balls. And, and this is like, this is what everybody was talking about last year. Everything's dink and dunk. Everything's shortened to the sidelines, nothing over the middle, nothing deep. Well, he did everything this preseason. He had two deep touchdowns in this game. He had two deep bombs over the sides lines. Um, Lots of great throws over the middle of the field this week, uh, or I should say in this preseason. I just am very impressed with what Kenny did this preseason. I thought he would look good. I didn't think he'd look this good, Cody, so I'm very happy with it.
1: Yeah, I genuinely I, – I, I, here's the thing. I know Kenny Pickett's the real deal. Like We saw it at the end of the last season, winning – what was it, seven of the last nine or six of the last eight games in the year?
0: Think, yeah, six of the last seven, something really impressive. Yeah,
1: it, I mean, it was great. We got to see him, and and again, in the final two games, he had fourth uh, quarter game-winning drives. I, I got to see a little bit of it last year. We we got to see, I shouldn't say me, I wasn't was watching, um, but we got to see it last year, and I, and I kind of expected it to enhance this year. I did not expect it to be like this. I did not expect it to be so straight up obvious and James I saw something posted yesterday online where someone said um Kenny Pickett went back and watched all 144 of his incomplete passes last year and took notes on them uh and that was the part where I realized that's my quarterback he doesn't care how much he succeeds he wants to know where he failed how he can get better and and taking notes on it like it's not like oh yeah he went back and watched them all like the part that really impressed me was taking notes like what did he see on the, cause you know, he's watching the, the 22 man film. He can see the whole field. So he's trying to figure out what did I read wrong? What, what did I read incorrectly on these looks that I was given? Um, was I rushed? Did someone miss a block? How could I have, you know, switched the blocking up at the beginning of the, should I have pulled the running back back to block for me? I'm just so excited to see how he improves from watching those and taking notes on them uh kenny Pickett's the guy kenny Pickett's the man kenny Pickett is he he is he that's all i gotta say
0: <laughs> i'm with you man i was thoroughly impressed when uh, Lydia, uh went back and watched all 104 <laughs> from last year just a hard-working dude and i was talking to somebody at work today and said that this is not an illogical thing to think that a guy that got so much better as the season went on And in his final, I want to say six games or seven games, he had five touchdowns, only one interception. Like it's not out of this world to think that that kind of guy could continue improving. You look at his college career and he was good and a little bit better. And then his final season, just absolutely incredible numbers, over 40 touchdowns, only like six or seven interceptions. Uh, Just incredible in his final college year. Why in the world would we think that he wouldn't progress as a professional quarterback? I don't know, but I love it. Um, A little bit on the other two, three guys. Um, Mason Rudolph didn't do a ton in this game, really didn't have a lot to work with. Uh, Had a couple deep balls that were real close, uh, just missed by a yard or two. Uh, Mitch had a lot of dump-offs in the short uh, his deep balls seemed to all go out of bounds, uh, but he did benefit from a couple of pass interference and defensive holding calls, which allowed the team to get in scoring position. Yep. Uh, and then Tanner Morgan really didn't have much to work with at all
1: by the end of the game. No, um, and uh, had a couple decent throws. though. Great throws, in my opinion. I, and I don't mm-hmm. want to take anything away from him being the third or the fourth string quarterback. We'll get to it later. He's not going to be on the team, unfortunately, unless it's the practice squad. Um, but he showed a little bit of spark, which was nice. And when I say a little bit of spark, I mean a little bit of spark. You can't, you can't judge a, a fourth-string quarterback off of what he did in this game, but I can tell that um, he's accurate on, on a lot of throws. The throw that he had to the end zone was a great pass, only thrown where uh, the wide receiver playing the ball could have gotten it I mean, I guess the other guy turned around. He potentially could have the corner, but the wide receiver just made a bad catch on the ball. Just didn't get his feet in bounds. It was a great pass for the end zone. Should have been a touchdown. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh,
0: yeah, that was if, Shank, huh?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he ends up somewhere else. I don't. I, he may not make our practice squad. Uh, someone may have liked what they saw that last preseason game and said, "Hey, we're going to bring you on and let you ride the active roster as the third string and run them through some drills and stuff during this year." So we'll see what happens. But those guys did play well. Running back room, James. It was nice to see Najee break out for a little bit of a run on this game. He had one or two that broke for a few yards. And then Jalen Warren just proving that he's the solid backup, if not potential starter one day, whether for us or somebody else. Holy crap. Um, Both our starting two guys are, are incredible. And then Anthony McFarlane had a decent game as well. So yeah, I I love the
0: toughness that these guys all ran with. Uh, the ball moved much more consistently in this game. Running the ball, uh, lots of like you said, four or five, six yard run types. Yeah. Uh, so way better. And I love the thing that Najee, Jalen, and Anthony McFarland all had in common in this game. Uh, that's they each got a rushing touchdown, and each of their rushing touchdown attempts they were stopped short of the line, and it was their extra effort yep. pushing. Forward, driving with their legs, never giving up on the play. All three of them got the touchdown through second effort. Uh, So, love seeing that from your running backs. Uh, I loved seeing some guys push the pile. Even saw Mason pushing the pile once in there. I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, Usually the quarterbacks stay away from the piles, but a guy like that who's, you know, third string at best this season and playing on a vet minimum contract and nobody really wanted him, nice to see that high effort, you know. Uh, At least you got to give him that. Yep. Uh, so I thought nice performance from all three of those top guys. Uh, and then I can't say enough about what Connor Hayward did. Connor got a chance to run the ball in this game. He made some real nice runs. Uh, I thought he made a couple people miss. He ran hard, had a fantastic pass, uh, a blitz pickup in one play where uh, Mitch was the quarterback on the play. He bombed it deep on the right hand side. That was the pass interference call that got him down to the two yard line. Uh, but there were two guys that came free. Connor picked up the inside guy just like he's supposed to, but drove him into the outside guy taking out both blitzers on the play, which allowed Mitch to step into it and bomb it deep enough to actually overthrow the receiver a little bit, which typically you don't get the opportunity to do in that situation because you can't step all the way into it and get your whole arm into it. Yep. Uh, so I thought tremendous job by Connor on that particular play, and I thought he put forth a great effort, Uh, as he seems to every time. Just I love the versatility of what we got to see from him, Um, and I think that it's important because Pittsburgh is going to feel comfortable with using him as a running back if need be in the regular season. If a couple guys get nicked up in a game and maybe they only dress two guys – I don't think they'll bat an eye about letting Connor carry the ball 10, 15 times in a game if they need to.
1: Yep. No, I agree. That, and I
0: don't think they should bat an no, eye at it either. He's, he's a good not. player.
1: Yeah. Connor. I mean, Connor Hayward's an all-around guy. He can block, he can run, he can catch, mm-hmm. and then he can run after the catch. I mean, he's... His uh, hands are awesome. Uh, he he can tackle on special teams. He's phenomenal. Um, I'm telling you,
0: if he would have decided to drop weight instead of put weight on, he could have been a starting wide receiver. The guy's got great hands and great route running capability.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a phenomenal player all around. Um, moving on to the tight tight or wide receiver position, excuse me, Deontay Johnson and George Pickens both had great catches this game. You specifically wanted to talk about the sideline catches.
0: Yeah, yeah, those ones on the, that first yep. drive, both from Kenny Pickett, tremendous. I mean, sideline catches aren't easy. You got to focus on catching the ball, you got to focus on keeping your feet inbounds, and then you're trying to get some extra yards afterwards. Both of them did a great job in that. Uh, it's been quietly a nice preseason for Deontay Johnson. Uh, week two, he had that crucial block for Jalen Warren, helping yep. spring him on a 62-yard touchdown run. George Pickens seems to have made at least one really awesome play in each game. Uh, so, just what you uh, expect. It's it's promising. It's very promising what we've seen from our top two wide receivers. I felt everybody else just kind of like one catch here, one catch there, nothing really to stick out. But those two catches I thought were pretty fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um... I will. I will talk. Oh, we'll get to it later. No, anyway, we'll talk about special teams later yeah. with, the, with the guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, the tight ends weren't super involved today, but James, I kind of like that. Yeah. I kind wasn't necessary. It. We've seen enough. We know what mm-hmm. they can do. All four of them. Uh,
0: we it, know. And honestly, the hot Rod Williams ain't bad either, man. That number five tight end's decent. I hope he makes the practice squad.
1: Yeah. I, I mean I would happily take another. Thing. <laughs> Why the heck
0: not? You um, never know because Gentry's on a one year deal, so maybe you need him next year. Yeah,
1: and, and and we'll get to this later. There's in my opinion, there's a chance that Gentry's uh, potentially in trade talks with with the guys oh. you have on the team. I'm not. That's not. Don't overthink oh, that. Man. We'll get to it later, but don't overthink oh, that. Anyways, foreshadowing. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> offensive line. I felt like we got to really get the hint that even. Like, I can't believe they put Kendrick Green back in at, at center. Um,
0: it was just because of the guys that didn't dress. That's well, pretty much it.
1: And, and quite frankly, I'm, I'm happy he had a good game because I think maybe we can get some him to trade now.
0: Yeah, honestly, his best game of the preseason by a mile. Maybe his best game in a regular season as well. I don't know. Uh, but he started at right guard in this game. And then when it went to second unit, they wanted to see some other guys at guard. Uh, so they moved him back to center and he probably had his best game as the center. Also, I'm not saying that I think Kendrick Green is awesome, but he might have built enough value and shown enough in this game that maybe you can get something for him in a trade. If not, if nobody wants to trade for him, you at least ought to be able to try and sneak him onto the practice
1: squad. Yep. Yep. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Broderick Jones. Yes, thank you. Broderick Jones had a phenomenal game.
0: Nice game from him, man. Very clean. Nobody beat him all game, I don't think. I didn't see it if they, if
1: they did. If, if they beat him, they beat him to the point where that he countered it and they didn't. It's weird. Like, you know when you get past somebody, but then they mm-hmm. make sure you stay past them kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, it, pushing
0: it, them up the arc. Yeah, past I mean, the that's, that's yeah. all.
1: I think that happened once mm-hmm. that I remember seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, so no one actually beat him. He, he didn't allow any sacks. I don't even think he allowed any pressures. Phenomenal game from him, and I'm excited to see him start by the end of the year easily.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd say probably by uh, the bye week is a logical time to do it. I don't think they're going to do it at the beginning of the season. I think Dan Moore gets the start. I think Cody and I are in agreement there with his head shake going on. Yeah, uh, you got Nick Bosa week one. You got Miles Garrett, and then uh, I think Max Crosby is week three. It's it's a really tough first three weeks as far as some of the best pass rushers in the NFL that we will go against. Uh, So you probably want to have your more experienced guy out there. Um, Dan Moore's already had some success with Miles Garrett. He's seen him for two years now.
1: Everyone's had success with Miles Garrett. Let's be real.
0: (laughs) As much as you and I both know that TJ Watt is a better player out of the two of them, he still had 16 sacks last year. He's still a good player. (laughs) Fair.
1: Hey, maybe Nick Herbert will have that this year. Um, Yeah. Maybe Alex Smith All three of them. You never know. We'll see. We'll get to it. Um, Dotson, Herbig, and Daniels did not play in this game. Those were the reasons why we thought, Mace, why you thought, uh, Kendrick Green played. Yeah. Such a long um, burn, yeah. Yeah. D line. Let's talk about D line. I I think that um, Montrevis Adams helped his stock in in potentially making the team this game. I don't think he did anything fantastic. I just think that he. Played a decent game. He didn't get beat. He didn't get overpowered by anybody. And that's not to say, you know, Atlanta has a decent O-line. I think there are, Um, I, we didn't get to see him go up against the ones, unfortunately. But Atlanta's consistently been improving their O-line over the past few years. So I was happy to see Montrevious Adams play. Uh, Keanu Benton was good to see him play a little bit. I think we're going to be able to see him. Um, He's going to be starting, right? There's no way he's not starting.
0: Uh we'll see. You know, they. I think they were very in- uh in the first say that team, all again. You cut out my friend. I think it was very intentional on who was on the field at what time. Uh so the starting nickel defensive tackles were Montrevius Adams and Keanu Benton and I feel like it was an opportunity to try to pit them head to head and to see who was more successful against the same unit. And then they did the same thing uh, with Isaiah Loudermilk and Armand Watts, both of them in at the same time as that second to third unit type pass rushing duo. Uh, so we'll see what that leads to as far as who makes the team and who starts and whatnot. If Benton doesn't start at the beginning of the year, I kind of feel like he's going to show enough that you're going to want him out there. Or, or whoever gets the start at nose tackle might struggle a little bit in – it'll force your hand to to make a switch.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that later again when we talk about the 53-man roster prediction. We'll get to that. Outside linebackers, uh, TJ had a Watt. Herbig had a Watt. Uh, we had two other guys <laughs> with sack. Or T- TJ had a Watt. TJ had a sack and Herbig had a sack. <laughs> I
0: was wondering you're with all these
1: Watts. <laughs> um, Roche had a sack forced fumble. I, I can't remember the other guy's name. Who would say that guy? And Dukeway. Toby Ndukwe. Toby and Dukeway. Uh, mm-hmm. yep, all four of them got a sack. Four sacks. In this game. You know who you didn't get a sack? Alex Heisman. There
0: were mm-hmm. actually five sacks, just the other one came from a middle linebacker. But we're the gonna get to that, yeah. We'll get, that. I'm not excited about uh, so, that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was nice to see some pass rush juice out of some of these second unit guys. Uh, so in Duque getting to the quarterback, Roche, it was a pretty clean. Clean move, like a two handed swipe, got right by yep. him. Uh, and Duque has a really nice first step. Uh, he's just a smaller dude. He needs to fill out. He needs some time in the weight room. Uh, so I would love for him to be able to sit on the practice, practice squad for a I year. I hope. I hope. Yeah, I would love for that because guys like that who have that explosive first step, who have the length. Uh, and some decent quickness and some decent moves and just need the bulk up, man. You really want to see them sit on your practice squad for a year and then, you know, maybe put five ten pounds on them and see what they look like next year. You never know. Yeah. Uh, a golden was on a one-year deal. You might need a number four.
1: You never know. Uh, inside linebackers, we're going to talk about it. Atlanta Roberts with the great sack, big hits. Atlanta Roberts, I felt like was all over the field throughout that, that the majority of that game. Um, yeah.
0: I didn't know he had that in him, man. Reading reading the, the holes and firing. He got a tackle for loss where the running back lost four yards. <laughs> that mm. was impressive, man. That doesn't have no, no. Really, really nice game from Elandon Roberts. So a lot of what I was hearing and trying to read between the lines. I thought that Elandon Roberts might be kind of losing playing time to Quan Alexander, Mark Robinson. Oh, he played his butt off, man. It was like he knew his his but life was could on the be. line. Because they're all freaking
1: good. <laughs> I, I've never been more excited about having a problem of too many good players at at a position, and I feel like it's two positions. It's it's freaking uh, inside linebackers on defense. Actually, it's three positions. It's inside linebackers, outside linebackers, and tight ends. We have too many good people. We don't know what to do with them. It's yeah. where we're at, and almost running back, it, depending on Jalen McFarland or Jalen McFarland, Anthony McFarland's. Uh, <laughs> I'm just combining people's stuff today. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, it's been a long day. But yeah, I mean, this this inside linebacker crew is, and linebacker crew as a whole, I think, is the deepest we've been at as far as depth is concerned, uh, like quality-wise, um, since I've been alive by far. I yeah. can't, I yeah, can't I think, think of anything.
0: We haven't had that kind of depth in a while, that's for sure, man. The backup middle linebackers, even the starters, the middle linebacker room has just been a question mark ever since Shazier got hurt, and yep. it seems to be solidified. I'm excited to see how that looks in the in the regular season. If these guys can look like what they've looked in the preseason, uh, that was our biggest question mark, I thought. So uh, if, if we've got some answers there, if these guys play their butts off like they have been, uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Tanner Mews and Mark Robinson uh, had a nice game as well. I thought Be very, both very active, got a lot of tackles. Mark Robinson had a forced fumble, uh, which the other team was very close to scoring at that point too. So uh, pretty I important thought we were to give see up. that. I thought
1: we were going to give up the shutout. I really yep. did. And then that yep. happened and I was geeking out.
0: Yep. And Kenny Kenny Robinson recovered the Mark Robinson fumble and uh, protected the lead. So nice to see um, guys fighting for spots, guys Fighting to be on that roster and not be in practice squad.
1: Yep. We love that. Uh cornerbacks. I don't even know. There wasn't a whole lot that happened in the cornerback room. You want to talk about James Pierre. I almost just want to talk about the fact that there's nothing to talk about. It's kind of a good thing.
0: Yeah. yeah they didn't get torched, right? I mean we didn't, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have to see their starting unit, so that has something to do with it. Yeah,
1: Drake London and the other guy didn't play at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and
1: I can't remember his name.
0: Who the hell is the starting quarterback there now? Ritter, Desmond Ritter. Yeah, Desmond. The starting QB. Uh, So we didn't see any of that, and I'm sure that has something to do with it. Uh, But I thought that James Pierre was in phase Mm -hmm. all night. You know, he was right there with the wide receivers. Uh, didn't necessarily get his hands on balls to break him up or anything, but he was always right there where he was supposed to be. Uh, so I like that. I don't want to see him, you know, two three steps away because then you can't make a pass breakup. You can't get the tackle right after the catch. You can't get those things that are required of yeah. a, a cornerback
1: that's rosterable. So I I'm gonna stop here just for a second because I want to make a almost a psychology prediction here. Not okay. not necessarily Steelers related, but you just made me think about this. They didn't they didn't start their number ones. They didn't have their starters go out there on this last preseason game. I think Atlanta has a slow start of the regular season because of that. They have no momentum going into the season whatsoever. That's fair. I think that's a bad decision. I think you can't I'm not. i am not going
0: to stress on it. I don't really care about the Falcons. I don't either,
1: much. but I'm like, I'm happy that we put our ones in. I realize they're young. It's, I mean, I guess so are theirs. I don't know. I'm just happy we did that. I, I couldn't imagine not having Kenny Pickett, Deontay Johnson, and George Pickens play in this game. I thought I would have thought that was a very dumb decision. But, anyways, yeah, cornerbacks looked good because they didn't allow anything to happen. Uh, Safeties, uh, Trenton Thompson, and is it Jalen Elliott, correct? Uh, Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I thought both of them were aggressive, made a lot of hits, were really firing in there. Uh, So I liked what I saw out of the hustle and the willingness to come up and make a hit and, you know, and go get the, the ball carrier to the
1: ground thousand percent can't can't agree more um kicker boswell was perfect unfortunately bt potter missed his only attempt that's sad for you my guy it's okay You're yeah. not, you weren't Six gonna make rim. you weren't gonna make the team anyways um punts were very good by both punters both yeah got them inside yeah, the both of them looked right, inside man. the five um mm-hmm. and then calvin austin again breaking some punt returns away that that was the question
0: that's gonna be exciting man People are going to have to punt out of bounds because they're going to get sick of him taking long returns. Because <laughs> he just does it play after play after play. And, and he doesn't even yeah. have to
1: try. It just comes natural yeah. to him, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, um, it seems
0: like he's not even trying that hard. He just is so quick and so elusive, you know?
1: Yep. Uh, now time to go over our fifty-three final 53-man roster predictions. James, do you want me to start with quarterback?
0: Sure, go ahead, man. I don't know who you're going to put It's going to be the
1: same. uh quarterbacks and i do have these guys listed mostly in order um it's gonna be kenny pickett mitchell trubisky and mason rudolph in my 53-man roster prediction keeping three you can dress three now all of them will be dressed on sundays it's just how it's gonna go
0: uh you could dress three before just to be specific on it now you can dress a third quarterback and not have it count Against the 48 active. That's on Saturday. So that's what Cody was talking about when he said that. Yeah. Um, I have the same three. So no surprise there. Uh, moving on to the running back position. I've got Najee Harris, Jalen Warren and Anthony McFarland, And just those three at the running back position. What about you?
1: I have the same three. No different. No nothing.
0: All right. Now back. Uh, I don't first, have anybody.
1: Just so you know.
0: Fullback. No fullbacks for Cody. None. Uh, I put connor hayward there so i'm classifying him as a fullback okay. whatever uh, <laughs> uh tight end room yours first cody
1: you want the tight end room i got pat fryer yeah. making the team darnell washington yeah. zach yep. gentry and connor hayward in my
0: tight end room all right uh i have the same just i classified connor as the fullback but it's the same between those three positions yeah those two positions So. Same there for me. What about your wide receivers, Cody?
1: Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, mm-hmm. Allen Robinson the second, Calvin Austin the third, Gunnar Olszewski not the fourth, and Miles oh, Boykin. Gunner, um, gunner, gunner and gu- gunner. here's my reason: Miles Boykin's. Uh, we talked about this. He's a phenomenal gunner. Uh, that's the reason Miles Boykin <laughs> makes the team. He's <laughs> Gunner's not an awesome gunner. He's not going to be gunning. Uh, Miles is a better gunner than Gunner is. That's true. Gunner Olszewski making the team because he's he's consistent. Um, he may not make any splash plays or this or that, but he's a you have the confidence in throwing to him on second down and getting some yards or third down game starts. And honestly, in the last game, he made a phenomenal play. He caught a ball that shouldn't have been a first down, managed to break a tackle, stay in bounds, and get the first down. I thought that was an amazing play on his part from this last game.
0: All right. So uh, my wide receiver room a hair different from yours uh, Des Fitzpatrick. I'm kidding. Uh, Deontay <laughs> Johnson, George Pickens, obviously Calvin Austin, the third Allen Robinson, miles Boykin. And that's where I stopped. I only have five tight ends or five, uh, five wide, receivers. wide receivers. Yeah. Five wide receivers on my squad. I didn't think any of the other guys stuck out enough. I loved what Des Fitzpatrick did on special teams. Every single preseason game, he made a really nice tackle. He had the opening kickoff tackle on this game. Um, uh, the guy is a really good special teams player right now. I don't see the room for him on the roster. Uh, and I just didn't think Gunnar gives you enough right now as a return man or, or a special team or so. I, I figured I'd rather have that, that roster spot for somebody else right now.
1: Fair. Uh, you want me to do offensive lineman? Yeah, go ahead. So I'm only keeping eight. I'm going to start, right. start right there by saying that first off, uh, going across the starting line, Dan Moore, yes. Nate Herbig, yep. although he's dealing with an injury, Mason Cole, right. um, James Daniels, Chuuk for, Okay. Did I mix those two? Did I swap them? You, I did. Yeah, you got I Nate did.
0: Herbig starting also. Um, I don't know where you're putting Isaac Ciamalu as a backup. That's what I, I
1: meant. Isaac Ciamalu <laughs> over Nate Herbig. <laughs> okay. I'm going. Right. Right, yeah. So yeah. Isaac Ciamalu, and then you have Nate Herbig, Broderick yes. Jones, and Spencer yes. Anderson as the backups. Um, right. You will realize that mason cole's technically only center but you do have Herbig and anderson that can play that position if they need to and then also yeah. i did i do believe that Ke- that kevin dotson may be able to be traded away which is why he didn't make the team and i i don't even know if we'll get something for kendrick green but i don't think he's gonna be on the team this year
0: yeah uh mine is almost the same i'm keeping nine so yeah. All eight guys that you kept are also on mine. Dan Moore, Isaac Siamalu, Mason Cole, James Daniels, Chuk Sikor for your starting five projected. Broderick Jones, Obviously, you're keeping the first-round pick. Yep. Nate Herbig, you don't sign that guy in free agency to get rid of him mm-hmm. uh, unless that shoulder's worse than we realized. True. Maybe he goes to the IR or something. Uh, but let's pray to God that's not the situation. I love the versatility of Spencer Anderson. He was on my first 53. He's on this one as well. Yep. Uh, he played a lot of right tackle in the preseason. And then as the preseason went on, we got the see him at guard. We got the see him at center. This kind of versatility is incredible, and he also has some reps in practice at left tackle. He can play anything, and that makes him insanely valuable to an offensive coordinator and head coach that love to keep that many guys. Also, I'm keeping Kevin Dotson. I just don't think they're going to be able to get any trade value for him. And he's good enough to be a starter, so you might as well hang on to him
1: and then see if maybe you can trade him during the season. Fair. Uh, D-line, you want to start D-line?
0: Yeah, I'll give you my starting D-line up. got seven. Cam Hayward.
1: Hang on. Start over. Start over. You're cutting out.
0: (laughs) Starting with Cam Hayward. Yep. uh, Moving to Larry Ogunjobi. Yep. Keanu Benton, the Marvin Leal, Isaiah Loudermilk, Montrevious Adams, and Armand Watts. So I'm saying Fahoko is the odd man out in my unit. And I'm just saying that because they kept on running them third and fourth string and only in the fourth quarter. And just, I feel like the signs are there that they like the other guys a lot better right now. And it kind of stinks because if it were me and I were the coach, I'd probably keep Fahoko over Adams, but I feel like this staff is going to keep Adams over Fahoko.
1: That's fair. Um, I have the exact same, except I do have them keeping Fajoco over Adams.
0: I uh, yeah, that's what I would do if I was the coach. So I get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, Montrevious Adams and Fajoco being being very close in size and age and everything. Um, I I just felt that Montrevious Adams hasn't shown enough, in my opinion, and Braden Fioco has all year and can still improve. Not that. Adams couldn't improve, but I think Pittsburgh's seen enough of Adams, and I think Fajoko has a little bit more of uh upside, in my opinion. Outside linebackers, James, I'll go first. I'm keeping four. It's going to be no surprise to anybody. TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Nick Herbig, and Marcus Golden are my four outside linebackers.
0: And no surprise, I have the exact four.
1: Outside linebacker. Hang on, James. We're going to have to... Try to move this closer for a second, see if that's what the problem is. I'm not sure.
0: I got a lot of background noise, so maybe you go
1: first on this. Okay, so inside linebackers, for me, I'm keeping five. Uh, Cole Holcomb, uh, Alandon Roberts, Quan Alexander, Mark Robinson, and Tanner Muse. Uh, part of me wanted to put only four and have them keep those top four that I said, but I just felt that the depth and the, quite, quite frankly, I mean, special teams ability of Tanner Muse as well um, makes him a little bit more valuable to keep him on the squad. And again, with the number of injuries we've seen with the inside linebackers, I just think that Pittsburgh wants to keep five in this situation.
0: I'm with you on that. I have the exact same five. on
1: Let's go uh, again. I'm
0: with you. Muse's special teams value.
1: Hundred percent
0: top for me. Uh, I feel like it's a shame for Queen. Preseason, uh, then he injured that shoulder. He wasn't able to. Second game, uh, the third game, he had a wrap all the way down to midway through his bicep, showing that he clearly was still experiencing some side effects from that shoulder injury. Yeah, Damn. so I've got him on the outside looking in. Cornerback room, I'll go first on this one. Well, I've got some quiet going on in the background here for me. <laughs> I jinxed it. I shouldn't have said that. Levi Wallace, Pat Pete, Jerry Porter Jr., James Pierre, Shandon Sullivan, and Elijah
1: Riley. I'm keeping those six. Mm, this is where I'm going to be taking a chance here. So I got six staying on the team as well. I got Levi Wallace, Pat Pete, Joey Porter, Jr. Elijah Riley, Shannon Sullivan. And then I don't have James Pierre making the team this year. Um, I have them cutting him in order to sign a free agent. And normally I'd just say, Hey, they're going to sign someone who's not on the team. I'm going to take a chance here. I'm going to say they go Bryce Callahan from free agency. Uh, Bryce Callahan, yeah, I know. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Bryce Callahan still still is a free agent. Um, has He has nine interceptions in his career, three of them coming from last year, uh, coming off one of his best years. I think that Bryce Callahan, there's a chance that nobody else is in the market for him, and we're able to sign him to a cheaper deal than maybe normal. Uh, but we'll wait and see what happens. There's still a lot of cornerbacks that are available for signing right now. So That's shocking, man. I did not expect I don't know what you're saying, homie, but... Outside linebacker. That's okay. Uh, Let's go over (laughs) safeties. Uh, Safety position, I'm going to have four safeties on the team. James, I don't think they're going to be any different from you. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, Keanu Neal, Demonte KZ, and Miles Killebrew for the potential uh, special teams blocking ability and kick uh, punt blocks. I think that's just how it is. You got the same?
0: Yeah, I'm the same. I really wanted Kenny Robinson on there. So did I. Nine. I wanted to see more from Train Norwood, but he was injured almost all preseason. Yep. Uh so I think neither one of those guys makes the team right now, unfortunately. Miles Kilbrew just making a team, like you said, for special teams. He had a, a partially yep. blocked punt again.
1: Yep. Uh kicker, buzz for president. Buzz for president. Putter, yep. Harvin for vice yep. president. <laughs> That's it. And long snapper. Secretary of
0: Christian Christian State. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know what I didn't realize until this last preseason game is how incredibly skinny rex sunahara is Uh, so yeah a man needs to hit the weight room to get a job
1: yeah yeah definitely so that's going to wrap up this show that's going to wrap up our final 53-man roster predictions again we're going to be releasing a show next wednesday for you guys um that show is going to be uh specifically going over the actual 53-man roster and kind of discussing that um and then we'll have a have a following release after that prior to our first game against the San Francisco 49ers, which is the first home opener week one for Pittsburgh in what, 10 years or more, if I'm not mistaken. It's
0: a lot. It's like eight or nine at least. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So
1: we can't thank you guys enough for watching or listening. Uh, Be sure to like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Subscribe and ring that bell. It's free. And until next time, this is your host, James and Cody, signing off.
0: Peace.